Welcome to another episode of Dr. MC's Self-Care Cabaret Podcast. I'm Teresa Molito-Connors, a PhD-level self-care expert in the greater Boston area with a passion for helping others recognize the importance of caring for themselves. Before we dive into today's interview, I want to talk to you a bit about sleep. Sleep is wildly important to our well-being and often neglected. Did you know that you should feel rested and restored when you wake up in the morning? (laughs) I know. You shouldn't feel like you need to chug a gallon and a half of coffee before you can function. So as adults, we need seven to nine hours of sleep per night. So let's talk about some tips that we can use to help improve our sleep routine. First, your bedroom temperature plays a factor. Ideally, you want it to be 68 degrees. Next, Keep the bedroom just for sleep. That means that we don't do work in the bedroom. It's confusing to your brain when you do work in the same space that is for rest and sleep. Can't always tell the difference. So as much as possible, find another space in your home to do work and keep it out of the bedroom. Additionally, you want to limit any light sources. So keep in mind, you know, any outside light pollution or light from devices. You want to sleep in as close to darkness as possible. Another great tip right before bed is to journal. So maybe this is where you do your gratitude journaling or you practice what went well. The idea is to end your day on a positive note. Another thing you can do is listen to something, perhaps a guided meditation or white noise or something like that. Nature sounds, whatever it is that will help calm you down can be really helpful right before bed. Another tip is to practice some gentle yoga stretches. Very gentle. We don't have to do anything crazy. We don't want to do any exercise too late in the evening that's going to be too energizing. Or breathing exercises. Even the very simple, you've heard me demonstrate this before, but one hand on your chest, one on your belly. Big deep breath in through the nose. A long exhale. Three to five rounds of that before bed can be really helpful. Additionally, pay attention to your diet and your supplements, meaning that afternoon cup of coffee could be playing a factor in your inability to fall asleep when nighttime comes around. So pay attention there. And when it comes to supplements, sometimes your supplements actually have energizing qualities. So, you know, if you forget to take them in the morning and you take them in the afternoon, that could also be impacting your sleep routine as they are energizing and really meant to be taken in the morning because of that. Additionally, the scent of lavender can be really calming. So perhaps an eye pillow or a room spray or even an oil diffuser or something like that can be beneficial. You may also want to try a weighted blanket. The idea behind a weighted blanket is you feel like you are wrapped in a hug. So that light therapeutic touch, that gentle, compassionate pressure on your body is thought to lower your stress hormones and help promote more restful sleep. If you do get a weighted blanket, You want to aim for 8 to 10% of your body weight. And pro tip, get one with a cover because you cannot wash the heavy weighted part. So you want to make sure that you have the cover to remove so that that can be laundered and then put back on. And lastly, my last sleep tip for today is to set consistent times for waking up and going to bed as much as possible. If you can get yourself into a routine, it's really helpful because then your body knows it's time to go to bed. It's time to wake up. So you may find you don't need your alarm clock as much anymore if you get into that routine. So those are just a few ways that you may want to consider improving your sleep routine by engaging with those. So now, without further delay, we're ready for today's interview, and we're going to talk about something really, really cool that I know not a lot of people know about. And our guest that we're going to interview is Jessica Kaloudis. Jessica is an intuitive healer and the owner of North Shore Myofascial Release. She is an expert myofascial release therapist and has helped hundreds of women who have tried almost everything to finally leave physical pain and trauma behind. She has helped women take their power back and begin to live their best life pain-free using her tried, tested, and trusted technique. 
women travel from all over the world for her individualized, high-end, intensive program to help with pain relief, to get to the root cause, not just the symptoms, and achieve results that even if they've tried everything else before, they've been able to find results through myofascial release. The program is designed to help women free up their fascial system, which is the body's connective tissue, connect back into their bodies and explore a whole body approach to healing emotionally, physically, and spiritually in a positive, compassionate way. She lives in the coastal town of Marblehead, Massachusetts with her husband, and she enjoys swimming in the ocean, traveling to sacred sites, and seasonal cooking with a dash of kitchen witchery. I have had the honor of taking a couple of workshops on myofascial release with Jessica, and I have to say, they were amazing. So I'm thrilled to welcome her to the podcast today and teach you more about this powerful healing modality. Right, we're ready to go. Thank you so much, Jessica, for joining us today on the Dr. MC podcast. Yeah, I'm so like thrilled to be here. So fun. We are thrilled to have you. And I know folks are going to just eat up everything you have to say because I've had the pleasure of doing workshops with you in the past and I know how amazing your work is. So first, first question right out of the gate. I love to ask folks, how do you like to practice self-care? <sighs> So self-care is, has recently become my jam. Like I grew up with very limited self-care instruction. I think like most people, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've also learned that I do better with variety as a spice of life. So yesterday I was dry brushing before the, before my shower. You know, Ooh. I love, right. What is and that? So it's like, um, Oh man. I think I so, know, but I want so to hear like these, you explain these brushes that have like uh thicker bristles on them. And I don't know what the bristles are made out of. Uh, but what I'll do is before I shower, I just go through and and uh brush along my arms and nice and you brush upwards towards your heart. You're supposed to help circulation, help dry skin, help blood flow. No, it just nice. feels I think for me it just feels like a nice way to take care of myself. Yeah, it sounds similar to the Ayurvedic practice of Abhyanga. Are you familiar with that? The self-massage? Oh, yes. Kind of yeah. stimulating that. We forget that our skin is an organ <laughs> and we tend to only worry about like the face and like wrinkles and not like taking care of the rest of it. So that mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, and yeah. what else do you do? Yeah. And so I also, you know, uh, I'll be talking about myofascial self-care. That's what I also is another way that I take care of myself. So um, that could be, you know, stretching my fascial system. I love to use these like therapy balls that, you know, when I have like a tight spot in my neck or back and the goal is like, we don't get to that point, but like, we want to be doing self-care so that it's not always other place. So, right, I so we will, don't um, have the pain. So we don't have that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, in the morning, I'll usually do them in the morning before starting my day, just even five minutes of like, Oh, let me, let me let me just give my back some love and, and lay there on a, on a therapy ball for a little bit. So that's another way that I'll do some self-care. I think that's great. And we can definitely share some, make sure there's going to be lots of links in the episode notes to things. And I'll, I'll share a little about I'll be younger in the episode notes too. So folks oh. can learn about that. Cause it sounds like a similar powerful technique, which is awesome. But the real reason we're here to talk is about myofascial release, which mm -hmm. is your main area of expertise. So can you tell us what is myofascial release? Mm, so it is a quite incredible hands-on form of um, body work or therapy. And um, what it does is it it's working specifically with the fascial system, which is connective tissue in your body. So if you were to go to a massage therapist, you're working with your muscles, your chiropractor is working with your spine. And so a myofascial release therapist is going to be working solely with your fascial system. And what happens is that our fascial system gets, it gets locked, it gets gluey, it gets like hardened in areas from trauma, from injuries, from surgery, and that tissue gets hard and stuck. And so myofascial release, what it does is it helps the tissue go from being stuck and hard back to being fluid and flowing and flexible again. So that helps you overall just feel better and then also uh decreases pain and all other kinds of symptoms 
Yeah. yeah. Can you talk a little bit more, just explain to folks like a little more in depth about what the actual fascial system is? I'm not sure that everyone is aware. Yeah. So, you know, like I started this in 2009 and I used to say myofascial release and people would like blaze over like, say to me. And I think it's getting a little bit, there's a little more, um, we know a little bit more about fascia, but I think that it's still really missing that people, most people don't know about it. So I'm, I'm like happy to share about it. So um, your fascia uh, is, it basically is what creates your shape. So we thought before that our bones sort of keep our structure and our shape. You know, you have your skeletons in your bones, which keep you upright. And then, um, but it's actually that this tissue, this three-dimensional web that runs head to toe throughout your whole body, it actually surrounds every muscle, every fiber, every um, organ of your body. And uh, it's quite amazing. It's everywhere. And it's, it's not like doesn't show up on a CAT scan or MRI. So it's more like a fluid like structure. It basically creates your shape, it holds things together. Um, and that's your fascial system. You've probably seen it if you eat chicken and uh, I, hopefully people won't be too uh, grossed out, but if you pull up a piece of raw chicken, you, you have a piece of raw chicken and you have the skin and you start to lift yeah. up the skin and you see like these glistening fibers, that is, yes. that, that is your fascial system. Or if you look at the piece of chicken and it has like a coating over the chicken breast, like that's your fascial system. And that goes even down to eat every muscle, every fiber of the chicken, like that is all the way down into the cellular level. So your fascial okay. system is like, it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. And I mean, you were definitely by far the first person I ever heard. I might've even been one of the ones to look at you in those early workshops a little like, huh? <laughs> but um, I've started to see more recently, like little murmurings of it in other places, but you were definitely, um, you know, before it was long before it was trendy, you were practicing this and sharing this technique with the world, which is really cool. I'm wondering how you got interested in it. I was a massage therapist and I was sort of like a deep tissue elbows kind of, therapist. That was real therapeutic. That was sort of how I was trained, what I like to do. And uh, I thought I landed my dream job. So I was um, working for a physician that was uh, a pain management physician. And so he was brilliant and he was doing good work. He opened up one side of his practice was traditional, um, traditional Western uh, medicine for pain management. So medication, surgery, injections, that track. Then he okay. also had the other side, which was a holistic practice. So he would refer his clients, his patients for massage therapy, acupuncture, awesome. physical therapy, chiropractic, dream, right? And I was hired as a massage therapist. I was like, this is so dreamy. Like I am going to be, you know, helping people with chronic pain. And what was, so here we had the best of both worlds. Yeah. But what I was seeing is people weren't getting that much better. Like some people were getting better, but a lot of people weren't, or like they weren't getting the results that I thought would happen. And so, um, and here we had the best of everything and really uh, fantastic practitioners. And so I just started to look for something else. Like what else could it be that's missing? You know, is it and I studied some hypnotherapy, which was a great work because I did see like there's a mind body piece and looking at how, you know, breathing and, and stress relief. And yeah. I studied some cranial sacral and then um, someone recommended to me, you know, maybe you try myofascial release. And I went to this course and it, the first class, the, uh, my mentor was talking about the fascial system and it was like, oh my gosh, this just clicks for me. Out of everybody I was working with, we weren't addressing this one system. And um, and I started to see people get better. And I started, you know, becoming a client myself. And it just I just had to just only learn that work and, and only practice it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's really cool. And I I do remember you sharing, I don't know if you're willing to share today and that's okay if you're not, but I do remember you having kind of a personal connection to it and actually experiencing the healing benefits yourself from it. Am I misremembering that or remembering that correctly? Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of healing benefits from it, so I don't remember which story I told you, but, um, you know, I was, uh, I have scoliosis. I had, uh, I had some knots and, you know, I, I was from doing a lot of deep tissue work. You know, I had my own, um, I was feeling burnt out. I was, I was having my own pain and discomfort. My own like knots in my shoulder blades. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Mm, And yeah. And, um, you know, I started to get myofascial release and, um, I just noticed that a lot of that tension, those knots were starting to go away. They were starting to not come back. Um, and yeah. And then I just, I also started to notice like a lot of other things in my life began to change. Um, and, uh, because when you're working on the fascial system, there's oftentimes there's old trauma or old emotions or old, um, experiences that are trapped within the fascial tissue. And so, um, I was able to, then as I'm, you know, getting treatment, I was able to process some of the emotions that were there and, uh, work through some of the beliefs that were there and heal some old traumas. And I think that, you know, that's probably had the biggest impact on me, um, where, um, some, uh, you know, that just had the biggest impact on me. Yes. It really helped me with how I felt in my body and, and pain, but I think more the emotional and spiritual, um, changes that happened for me had the most impact. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, if someone was looking to kind of get started and maybe they weren't ready to kind of dive into a, to a whole program or anything, is there like a technique or something that you would recommend that folks try? Yeah. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot that we can do to help ourselves. And, um, you know, sometimes we need the help of a practitioner. You know, I have a mentor that says he can't read the pickle from in the pickle jar, right? So sometimes, (laughs) sometimes you need the help of someone else to help you kind of see where you're, see where the fascial system is stuck, or you might, sometimes we just go to like what we think is the problem, but there is a, so sometimes we need the help of someone else, but there are a lot of people that I know that don't have access to a practitioner and they can do some really good help for themselves. So don't let, you know, don't let that stop you. Um, But um, one of the things that I recommend uh, to everybody is you can get just a small, um, soft, you say like a four inch ball, but you don't want to get a tennis ball. That's, that might be a little bit too hard. You can look like for kids, you know, sometimes now in the spring, they'll have these like smaller uh, kids balls at the dollar store or something. And you can, you'll first want to start to look for anywhere in your body that feels hard. So if you want to start like your shoulders, so you have some shoulder pain, anywhere that feels hard or tender, that's a fascial restriction. That's not a bone. So you want to find that and you could roll on the floor, you could roll against a wall. And then when you find that spot, then you're going to um, stay there for about five to eight minutes and just breathing and softening your body. And, you know, sometimes we get into like, I got to do these exercises, but with this, you want to let yourself sort of like go into a meditative place. So mm-hmm. let yourself be relaxed and soften and and, and, um, and enjoy, um, the re- the release of the ball. And so that is like a really great way to get started. Um, and, um, it's really simple to do. Yeah. And it, it feels good. Like I've definitely done it before and I still have the little ball that you gave away as part of your, um, like as a, I don't know, a thank you or like a little swag when leaving the workshop, which was so cool. I'll make sure to take a picture and post that for folks on my social media as well, just so they can see it. Um, but you also, you mentioned something that I think is, um, really important. And I want to talk a little bit more about it. You said that sometimes we go to where we think the pain is. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So, uh, you know, when we have back pain or neck pain or shoulder pain, we'll tend to like go, um, 
you know, you, you might go to physical therapy and they'll work on the shoulder, right? Or you'll, you want to just kind of make the pain in that area go away. So that's where we tend to stretch or open or uh, work massage. And because if the problem is in your fascial system, which probably, probably 90% of people have, um, that have musculoskeletal pain have a fascial restriction. So um, if you live life, you have a bowel fascial restriction. Your body is always adapting to stressors of life. It's always responding. So because your fascial system is three-dimensional, because it runs from head to toe uh, everywhere throughout your whole body, then tight fascia can pull um, into other places and create pain somewhere else. So it's almost like um, we used to describe it as pantyhose. I don't think people wear them that often, but like you get a pull on a pantyhose and ha- pantyhose and it like will keep pulling all the way up. Right. Yeah. No, it's a great <laughs> analogy like, though. Right. You're like, Oh, it started at my toe and now I'm like halfway through the day and it's like my <laughs> calf. Right. And that is the same thing with your fascial system is that it, or pulling a sweater, like you get your sweater stuck and then it pulls. And then all of a sudden mm. it's like pulling somewhere else. So that happens in your fascial system. So say you, you know, fall when you're little off a bike and your fascial system is tight, but then over the years, it begins to pull and pull and pull and it creates restrictions up into your shoulder. And mm-hmm. so we want to find, you want to, you know, and then if you keep working on the shoulder and working on the shoulder, but really the problem is, you know, you have this old pull that's in your lower back or in your hip or something like that. Are you looking for exciting, engaging, and useful professional development and workshops for your school, business, or organization? Well, look no further. Dr. MC offers a variety of options and topics related to self-care and renewal, trauma recovery, building resilience, developing a growth mindset, stress management, and more. Completely customizable to fit every need. And coming soon is a new program to help high school students manage the challenges they are facing today and the increasing concerns around mental health. Visit drmcselfcare.com to learn more and request a session. I just think that's so wild. And people don't, like, we forget. We forget the song we sang as kids, right? Like, the knee bone connected to the ankle bone or whatever. I know that's not right. But uh, (laughs) you get the gist. Like, we forget, like, how interconnected every part of our body is. And so if I remember correctly, I think you gave gave a really powerful example that um, has kind of stuck with me. And I believe, if I'm, please correct me if I'm wrong, but you were talking about maybe a woman who experienced, uh, like, a C-section giving birth. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of disruption in the fascia through the C-section and then the healing process actually was a trauma to the fascia could be related to maybe back pain they're experiencing now a few years later. Is that, did I remember really? that correctly? That is exactly yeah. correct. And I, I think that's am, just wild. And I'm that woman too. I had a C-section and, um, and I've worked with other women, but I can tell my own personal story is that yeah, I'd love I, I, I had a C-section, an emergency C-section. And, um, and uh, so one of the ways that fascia becomes restricted, restricted or gummy or tight is through surgery. And so, um, so the, you know, we see that the tissue of your skin sort of changes, right? When, when there's surgery, right? It's, it changes over. And so it gets it gets hardened and now it begins to kind of like anchors to it and it begins to pull. Um, one of my mentor, John Barnes, who I studied with, he uh, talks about how the, the fascial system will then grow like a vine throughout your, um, throughout your whole body, but it begins to pull into, you know, it can pull into your hips and even into, into your back and even actually can pull. If you, if you would take and hold the bottom of your shirt right now and you start to pull your shirt towards the floor, you can see that the pull goes up to your neck, right? The front yeah. of your neck. So it even could pull someone internally um, into their neck. So they might even have neck pain. And, um, and most of the time we're not feeling this because our body is so amazing. It wants us to feel like everything is like aligned and upright. And there are some people that will say to me, I feel like this pulling or I feel like there's this like straight jacket or I feel like there's this like vice grip and they, they can feel that this is the fascial system that's like tightened, compressing in and tightening. So mm. um, 
when I had my, and, and I remember I, I went for treatment, saw my myofascial, I see a myofascial therapist for myself to help me. And, um, and she worked on my scar and it was probably maybe 10, way more than maybe 12 years later. So it, and I would not, I didn't have any pain or sensation there, right? Like, oh, that scar is healed, we think, right? And then uh, she started to work on it and it started to burn and uncomfortable. And I, I knew that, I mean, I was trained, so I knew like, oh, this is okay. Um, But I could feel um, just how restricted and and tight that that fascial tissue was. And then after like how much more open my hips and my spine were, um, that she helped to open up the pulley through the yeah yeah and i think it, like you gave some great analogies to think about like even with the shirt or like the pantyhose or even like you know, a snag in your tights or in your sweater like you know almost visualize that as being like you're wearing like a full body stocking under your <laughs> under your exactly. skin <laughs> exactly. you know get snagged and pulled and maybe a rip and you need to repair it but it can manifest itself into pain and dis-ease which we certainly don't want to um you know continue to manifest um yeah as you're talking i'm thinking oh i need you to work on my lower back who may have to come see you jessica <laughs> i love that yeah <laughs> no that would be that would be awesome um yeah. we'll make that happen and so yeah the little i love the little ball recommending that and just you know having folks maybe play around with rolling on it and and stuff like that i think could be really helpful and i do want um jessica is actually sharing one of her beautiful body scan meditations with us. Is that correct? It's a body scan, right? Yeah. So I'll take you through Sometimes we don't realize where we're holding tension or tightness. Like we talked about, you might just feel it in that one place. And so the body scan uh, exercise will help you to feel where else you have tension and tightness. And also a really important part of getting better is being able to feel into your body and being aware, yes. right? We're so disconnected. We're so disconnected. <laughs> And that's the thing, you could do exercises, but like if you're watching TV and doing your exercise or you're just trying to like, you're thinking about your grocery list while you're stretching or whatever, that's not really, you know, it's not as therapeutic. So when you can, the body scan exercise, the body scan is great to do before you use your ball or before you do some stretches, it will help you to get reconnect with your body so that when you do do those things for yourself, they're much more therapeutic and much more powerful for you. Yeah, because you're more mindful. And you're more present. mindful. Yeah, yeah, present. You need to be in the body to help the body. Yeah. Right. <laughs> be in the body to help the body. the body. Beautiful yeah. advice. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, amazing. And so make sure, folks listening, that you stay listening past the end so you can hear that um, special guided meditation. It's beautiful. And um, I also I want to talk about because I know you have expertise. We've talked a little bit about like trauma and the body. But I'm wondering if you can just share a little bit more about like what that means and how trauma gets stored and, you know, how we can either identify it or work to, um, you know, build resilience around it or, or just your kind of thoughts on that. Yeah. So the way that I first started learning about it was with mouth fast release is that my perspective is from a fascial perspective. So that's, that's what I'll share is that, that when we experience, so your fascial system, its main function is to protect, it has like a protective mechanism to it. So when we experience trauma, the fascial system will create areas of tightness um, in order to protect us from the trauma is the way that I'll, I'll explain it. I mean, I could go on a little bit, but that's sort of a short way of saying it. And so um, what would happen is as, as a myofascial release practitioner, or if, even if you're working on your own and you um, starting to open up, you know, release these areas of tightness of where it had the hold, then um, what would, what could happen is that the person now would be able to process the trauma. So it's almost like our bodies begin to lay down these bracing or holding patterns in order to keep us safe. Uh, maybe there was a time when um, a trauma, like say you're in a car accident or um, uh, a trauma happened, I'm going to make this uh, brief, <laughs> but say there was a car accident that happened um, and you had whiplash, right? And so you might brace and hold and tighten during that whiplash 
or maybe your body wanted to shake, or maybe you got scared and you wanted to run um, and you weren't able to do that. And so, because one, maybe, you know, it wasn't safe, um, right? So all of these things that your mind body wanted to be able to express and it wasn't able to. So your fascial system lays down these, you know, holds in this tightness. And what happens is, is that we didn't develop a bracing and holding pattern over the years to keep this in because um, either, you know, it just didn't feel like it was safe to do that. We weren't taught it. We aren't taught how to process um, trauma, really. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <No. laughs> it's getting a little bit better. It is. It is. We weren't before. We didn't, our culture really didn't support, you know, expressing our emotions or whatever, right? Um, and so our body, would, our body would lay down these areas of restriction in order to, we have these holding, bracing and holding patterns in order to keep us, keep this in. And, and actually it's really exhausting to do that. It's really yeah. tiring to hold, to keep this in. And, um, and so uh, sometimes what happens is as we're through the myofascial release, it's, re- it's letting go of that bracing and holding so that then the person can finish processing the I think a lot of people are familiar with like the central nervous system, like fight or flight or freeze response now. And so oftentimes when I'm working with somebody, they might start to shake or they may get really hot or they may sweat or they might feel the urge to move or run. And that's, they're now, um, their body now is able to complete this cycle of that they weren't able to complete at the time of the trauma. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, and really powerful. I'm wondering, so if somebody was to, let's say, work with you for a period of time and they're finding the benefits and they're feeling like the pain has subsided and that the trauma has been released or whatever it was they were working on, is there continued maintenance kind of that's required or kind of how does that work? Or is it, I mean, I assume it's not a one and done. So I'm wondering like what what that might look like. You know, it's kind of like self-care, right? It can, and it looks like a little bit different for everybody we live in this world right now where we always have stressors. We, we have, you know, um, jobs that we, we sit, we have like, you know, life that we live. And so someone could choose to continue treatment because they want to just continue to take care of their body. Or if something comes up, they want to keep working through it. Some people I work with, you know, their shoulder pain goes away and then they they do their self-care on their own and, and they're done. But for, for people, it's, it just kind of goes with preference on, on um, what somebody, what their goals are. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's, I'm just fascinated by it. And I wonder too, like you've mentioned, um, I think primarily you work with women, but I assume that the um, men can benefit from this as well. And I'm wondering um, if you've ever had any children um, that you've worked with. Yeah. So men can benefit from it. Um, in children, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Can be- yeah. Yeah. Um, it's I think so that would be really powerful. It's so powerful for children. It's really great for children. And they're already kind of in that, you know, state that we, we're kind of in our, you know, maybe we've been in vain and we think about things a certain way where kids, they're just, they're a little more open, I guess, to say. So um, and they, it really can help them quite a bit. Um, I, I've trained in pediatrics, but it's not my specialty, but I've, I've, um, I've heard stories and seen kids that have had great improvement from, um, myofascial release, even newborn babies, infants. Um, oh, wow. yeah, it's so gentle that, um, there are some practitioners that specialize working with infants and then people who work with elderly, it's, it's so gentle that it's good for everybody. It can help everybody without uh, very few like contraindications. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And when you were talking about, you know, trauma and the body, I mean, right now we continue to navigate a collective trauma with the ongoing Mm -hmm. pandemic. And, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty and some scary things happening in the world right now um, that seem to be really at the forefront of everything. Um, And we're holding that. 
Like you're holding that in your body, even just the experience of the pandemic. It's there. Whether you're aware of it or not, we're all a little, I feel like, I'll speak for myself, but a lot of people I work with and folks I interact with, we're all a little heightened. We're all a little like elevated because of what's going on in the world and the pandemic and whatnot. So I feel like everybody's fascial system is probably just a little like it's tightening. Hopefully we're not snagging those tights too much, but we're definitely um, we're feeling some of that tension. I don't think people realize just how much tension we hold in our bodies. Yeah, we don't. I think we get so used to it. Like it, we normalize it. Right. We don't feel Absolutely. it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it, yep, we don't, 100%. we don't, feel, we don't feel it. And so, um, yeah, we're all experiencing a collective trauma and like, uh, but but I think that's you know really what happens is is we don't really notice it until something takes us you know we can't get out of bed or something like that you know like our back yeah, sure. hurts or something but yeah and grounding is just another great thing that you can do for yourself um, just getting outside being in nature um, yeah. sitting by the ocean right like we I, I think like what I've seen is right now in the time of the world that we're in. Yeah. I think, you know, we have been in a collective trauma, but I also see that like people are more ready to do deeper work with themselves too. Have you seen that too? I mean, self-care is, is become so much more talked about people are, you know, I think people realized, Oh, the way I was before is really not like things can change so quickly with a snap. And so to feel now people are beginning to re uh, organize their priorities and beginning to realize that they have you have to prioritize your health and well-being. I know it's hard. I know it's awkward. Society's not going to give you a pat on the back and a gold star for it. But I will. And Jessica Mm -hmm. will. (laughs) because like you have to and people are definitely waking up to this not all but some and that it's really cool to see because yeah this I mean even self-care you know a little bit with self-care though it's become you know it has become big business in some ways and there's a lot of commodification of self-care and people trying to push you know oh you have to buy this to practice self-care no what we're talking about here is buying like a little ball and like doing some stretching and like some breathing like there's so much you can access that is cost accessible that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be you know we got it all twisted up and being a luxury and I don't know. yeah so I'm always I, preaching well, <laughs> anything that you can do for yourself Taking a few minutes for yourself, right? Or more. Yeah, more would be great. But if all you have is a few minutes, that's still okay. Like that's still still a place to start. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Great. Um, So I'm wondering, where can folks find you? I'm sure folks are interested in maybe learning more and perhaps, you know, taking a workshop with you or a a session. So how how can we find you? Yes, you can find me um, on my website is northshoremfr.com um and i'm also on uh, facebook at uh north shore Malfashion release and i'm on instagram at north shore mfr i think is my handle and uh, we'll make sure that's all <laughs> we'll, make sure I that's right. we'll make sure it's all linked <laughs> i just well, it's probably all linked off your website so we'll make yeah sure it's on my website for sure I know my, yeah. And, um, I just put up actually a great, uh, reel on, um, on positive message that you can to help your body heal. So that's another, another great thing that you can do for self-care and to help that's free, right. And, um, accessible, um, is repeating, you know, listening to a positive affirmation, like trusting your body that your, your body does know how to heal. And repeating yeah. that to yourself can be so powerful too. So what is the what is the affirmation you use? Yeah, it's um I trust my body, it knows how to heal. Oh, I love that. I trust my body, it knows how to heal. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. What a way to end. What a way to end the interview. We'll definitely make sure that's linked in the episode notes and folks should definitely follow Jessica to learn more about it and visit her if you can. Do you still do the workshops, like the classes that you know, people I, can join kind of the group stuff or no? I don't right now, but I uh, I, I haven't been uh, back out. So I'm working one-on-one with people. Um, and um, I have a self-study course too that's that's 
uh, going to be out soon. So um, oh. yes, okay. so that people can practice um, uh, self myofascial release at home. Awesome. Very good. Well, keep being awesome and putting good out into the world. We need more healers and people like you, Jessica. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Dr. MC Self-Care Cabaret Podcast. It was great to chat with you. Wow. Jessica's episode gives us so much to think about when we really start to examine our dis-ease, trauma, and pain in the body and how that shows up. I find it fascinating. I will post some examples of using the ball that Jessica mentioned and be sure to follow me and Jessica on social media for more information. I love the pantyhose metaphor that she used. I think it's just perfect when we think about the fascial system in the body and how that can get snagged and pulled or even ripped over time and how we can work to heal that. Very important. And I think I will adopt Jessica's mantra of, I trust my body, it knows how to heal. I trust my body. It knows how to heal. Beautiful. Very powerful. Be sure to keep listening also to this episode after the outro for a special body scan meditation. And as always, thanks for listening to this episode. Remember to subscribe and rate this podcast on your preferred player. The ratings help us grow and share the message of self-care. If you have comments, suggestions, or questions, please reach out by emailing podcast at drmcselfcare.com. That's dr mcselfcare.com and come join the cast party at dr mc's self-care cabaret on facebook and instagram at dr mc self-care or on my website dr mcselfcare.com be sure to like subscribe and love me across all my social media platforms for the most up-to-date information on self-care see you next time stay well and do good meditation and body scan. This exercise will help you to connect to your body and gain awareness of areas that may feel tight or tense or in need of healing. Oftentimes when we've been in pain or we've had injuries or surgeries or traumatic events, we have lost our sense of awareness or feeling into certain areas or we've become disconnected from those areas. This exercise will help you reconnect back into those places in your body that will assist you on your healing path. Let's begin. Find a quiet space, either lying down or sitting up, whatever's comfortable. Closing your eyes and just noticing your breath. No need to make any changes, just noticing. The in and out of your breath. Bring your awareness, your energy, your mind, whatever word works for you, down to your feet. Feel your feet. Notice if they feel heavy or light. Are they resting? Do they feel rolled in or rolled out? Does one feel different than the other? 
Now moving your awareness up your legs. Feel your shins, your calf, the front of your lower legs, the back of your lower legs. Do they feel heavy or light, tight or tense, relaxed? Are they resting equally on the floor? What about the space behind your knees? Notice what that feels like. And now feel the top of your knees. Move up to your legs, your thighs. Do they feel tight or tense? Heavy or light? Tingly? Relaxed? Just noticing. And moving up into your pelvis and your hips. Do they feel like they're resting the same on both sides? Does one feel, hip feel high or low or backward, forward? Does it feel tight, heavy, light? Now feel the small of your back. Is it touching the floor or the bed beneath you or this chair behind you? How much space is there? Does it feel tight or tense or relaxed? into your chest, feeling your chest as you breathe in. Does it feel tight or tense? Does it feel easy to breathe? Can you take a full breath? Does it feel like your ribs are resting on the floor or the bed underneath you? and move into your shoulders and your arms. Are your shoulders resting on the bed or the, or the floor beneath you? Do you feel tension or tightness? Are your hands tense or tight? Do your arms feel like they have the same length is one longer or shorter than the other? Now moving up into your neck. Is there tension or tightness in your neck or is there, is your neck relaxed? What about the space of your neck? behind your neck? How is your head resting on your neck? Noticing and moving your awareness up into your jaw. Are your teeth clenched and tight or relaxed? Do you feel your tongue resting? Feeling around your eyes do you feel any tension or tightness or is this relaxed? Feel your ears, your scalp. Feel your whole head. Now move your mind, your energy, or your awareness out to feel your whole body, noticing what it feels like. 
Are there any areas that you notice feel tight or tense or need attention today that feel like they need to open or stretch or soften and let go? your heart space and noticing what your heart space feels like. Notice if there's any emotions in your heart space or if anything, if there's anything that your heart needs. Good, and when you're ready, you can open your eyes you'll move slowly and you might want to write down any information about yourself or what you've noticed and then those areas that feel tight and tense that are, need some attention you would move into your myofascial stretching or using your therapy ball to open up those areas the more and more that you practice this body scan, it will become easier and easier. Eventually, you'll be able to scan your body quickly throughout the day, noticing areas that feel tight and tense and that need your attention. It will help you to prevent further pain and injury. So keep practicing. Keep at it. You're doing great.